All right, it's time for another episode of Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Zoner. And I'm Colin. And we're in Texas. We well, are. I'm, I'm in Texas. We're both in Texas. And you're in Texas. We're in Texas. Because I'm visiting. Yeah, Stolen Droids Texas chapter. Yeah, so we're just chilling on his couch, and it's great. And yeah. we're nerding out. We are. It's good times. Sitting here. Um, we couldn't fit into the princess tent. Uh, <laughs> I really wanted to go into the princess tent. Yes. my. But I think it's built for a two or three-year-old. It is built for a three-year-old. <laughs> and my three-year-old does love it. She keeps her stuffed animals in there. Um, but yes, it is. I don't know. what What is that? Maybe three feet tall, three and a half feet tall. Maybe a bit taller than that. Four foot tall. Yeah. And... Yeah, we're not fitting in there, but I'll tell you what, a two and a three-year-old fit very well in there, <laughs> and they will play in that all day long, but unfortunately, when Colin and I looked at it, we realized there's no way that we're recording from the princess tent, so we're recording from outside the princess tent. Next time I come, you need to create a, a man's tent. We need a blanket a fort. Tent. We need yeah. a blanket fort. Yeah, let's get a blanket fort. Oh. Like on community. We, yes, community. I was about to say that. The pillow blanket fort. Yes, that would be awesome. Ah, that would be <laughs> sick. That, think of how fun that would be. But, you know, this is Texas, so you've got to worry about things like humidity. Oh, my we don't, gosh. We don't want the blankets to get wet. All right, all right. We spent the last couple episodes talking about chiggers. Last, like, six oh weeks, it seems. Ridiculous. We've been talking about chiggers. I walked out of, uh, I'm, I'm here for work, so I walked out of a client's building, and I saw something, like, crawling in front of me, and I jumped for a second, and I was like, ah, chiggers, and took off running, because I did not want anything crawling up my legs and getting near my nethers. Because you really don't want anything getting near your nethers, especially if it's coming off the ground yeah. to, with I was multiple worried, legs man. climbing. I've got a cut on my leg, and I didn't want that thing, like, inching its way in and pushing its way in through the... Yeah, no. Kind of doing a, a little Stranger Things season three thing. Oh, yeah. Full on. I do not want... Nope. Nope. That would be... I um, not do that. That would be disgusting Ugh. that would be disgusting but you know i i gotta warn you when you leave tonight uh as, as you noticed <laughs> do you have a chigger farm outside <laughs> my the street that i live on is extremely dark and it's kind of weird because i didn't realize just how dark the street is until i came home a couple weeks ago from a trip at eleven thirty at night and Nobody left a light on for me. And not that it would have made a bit of difference because we're talking like black, black, black street, like Vanta black street. Oh, yeah. When my lift dropped me off, I didn't know where I was. I was like, wait, is that Zona Short? Because I came the night before. So I had yeah. a general idea. And then I was like, I, I see nothing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't even tell if Zoner was in front of me like 10 feet away. Yeah, I, my, my street is Vanta Black is what it is. And yeah, you'll have to go back in the archives for that one if you don't know what Vanta Black is. But we've <laughs> talked about that a lot. Uh, but anyways, so 
Colin's walking, like literally on the sidewalk in front of my house. I had no idea. I couldn't see him. He was talking to me. I couldn't, I couldn't hear him or I couldn't see him. I could hear him, but I couldn't see him. But I got to warn you, we have like wild rabbits that are, oh my gosh. that are like everywhere around here. Are they chigger rabbits? Um, no. Kind of, kind of like uh, how I met your mother, the uh, the cockamouse. It's it's more were rabbits breeded together and created this this unknown species. Oh no, they're not. They're not quite like that. They're actually quite cute, and luckily, it's not a full the moon. Chigabit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds racist. <laughs> what? That sounds like it should be offensive. It sounds like it should be offensive. Oh my god. It should be offensive. <laughs> the chickabit. The chickabit. <laughs> Chickabits beware. But you know, the it's more like a everywhere. It more it's more like a Wallace and Grant Gromit curse of the were rabbit type thing here. So good thing we don't have a full moon, but Literally, I was walking up my front porch. I couldn't see anything other than a shadow of something run right in front of me. And it turned out it was a rabbit, but scared the crap out of me. So, yeah, just be prepared because it's going to happen to you. It happened to my daughter last night as she was walking. Um, So, yeah, uh, the rabbits come out at night and they like to run by your feet as you're walking and you can't see them. Until it's too late. So yeah, good luck with that. Uh, my uh, my Lyft driver apparently comes on the street quite a bit. Really? Yeah. His name's Lucky Sam. Okay, that's he's, good to know. He's a cool guy. Good to know. Seems pretty pretty legit. He was talking about how one night he was zooming by, and all of a sudden he like tries to cut a corner. He misses the corner. Hits right into your fire hydrant. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Apparently, he's going to be out driving at 3 a.m. again. So I may get him by the time I get out of here because it's one thirty in the morning right now. It is one thirty in the morning. And, you know, this he's is... been here for like three or four hours now. This is shaping up to be the second night this week that I've gone with zero sleep. <laughs> and the third night in the last week... Third night since Saturday that I've gone with zero sleep, but Saturday night I pretended to try and get some sleep. You know who probably hasn't been getting much sleep? I'm thinking Kevin Feige. Yeah. That dude's everywhere. He really is. Um, So I got to give a shout out to Jake from the Movies and Makers podcast for filling in for Colin last week. Yeah. Thanks, Jake. Thanks, Jake. We appreciate you. You're all right. I'll forgive you for killing me off again. Yes, you know, plane crashes, they're, they're a bummer, but we are glad you were able to resurrect yourself here. Uh, but, you know, San Diego Comic-Con is normally a time where exciting things are announced. And it seems that every year something new or something big, rather, just tends to trump all of the announcements that are made. And I think that Marvel's Phase 4 announcement from, I think it was Sunday, where they just came out and laid everything out for everyone to see with what they're going to do for Phase 4 and the MCU. I mean, people are still talking about it. We're still talking about it. A week later, 
Yeah, I mean, when I was scrolling through Facebook that day, as soon as Hall H was happening for that, immediately, like, my Facebook feed was just filled. Yeah, that's and all it was. Everything else throughout the week, it was like nothing. Nothing came through about SDCC. And then it was Marvel. <laughs> you know, that really I is true. I did see something about Jason from the original Power Rangers coming back. Uh, and taking his role in the newest Power Rangers. See, I didn't even see that. Yeah. I've seen a, a little bit of toy news. Yeah, they they teased David uh, Yates. I think his last name is Yates. Yates, Yates, something like that. And then um, the chick that plays Kimberly. Uh, I can't remember her name. Yeah. I, She's in Flashpoint. I, yeah, don't know. Um, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know. But yeah, so that's the only other thing I saw. I, I don't pay attention to Power Rangers news, usually. Well, so. that's a shame. It is a shame, because, you know, I just, <laughs> I'm too old for that. I missed it. I've tried watching the last couple seasons, because I, I do still like Power Rangers. Like, I'll go back and no, I'll, I mean, I'll watch the old ones. You and, grew up with it. Yeah. That, that was your Saturday morning for you. Yeah, it was awesome. It was that and, like, Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. And so, yeah, I was like going through and trying to trying to watch the new season. I was like, I can't, I can't do this. It's it's just bad. Just not good, huh? Yeah, but the last couple bes- besides that, like I've I've been able to watch. But yeah, this one it's just it's not that great. <laughs> I don't know why. The, what did you think of the movie that they did? I thought it was okay. Um a lot of it was just a stretch and unneeded. Like I, I felt the guy that they had played Billy wasn't really like a believable Billy. Okay. Um, you know, I, I see Billy and I think, oh yeah, he's super geeky guy. And I looked at him and I was like, you don't really come off to me as this like nerdy kid that's into all these things. And then, you're trying to do nerdy things, and I'm like, I don't, I don't believe it. You're like, this is, this is, is fraud. This is, <laughs> you're not my Billy. This hashtag not my Billy. <laughs> That's fabulous. So they announced a lot uh, at Hall H, and like Colin said, it pretty much just started vomiting all over the internet. Uh, with information. Uh, the first thing they did, Black Widow, uh, Scarlett Johansson. Uh, this has been rumored for a while. Everybody knew this was coming out. Uh, May 1st, 2020. Uh, it's going to have David Harbour uh, from Stranger Things in it as well. Playing the Red Guardian. Playing the Red Guardian. Which, uh, if you're not familiar with him, it's basically the uh, Soviet version. Yeah. The- of... Uh, of Captain America? He's Captain Kami he's, he's is what he up. is. It's going to be really weird to see him without, like, a beer belly. Unless he just has a beer belly. That's okay, too, but... Are they going to remove it by a CGI? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't know. When I heard he was playing the Red Guardian, my first thought was, last time the dude was read anything, it was just a box office flop. Do we really want to put this guy back in red? 
You know, he does better dress as Magnum oh, yeah. PI than he does oh, as yeah. than he does as anything red. So, you know, make him I don't know, maybe make him play Blue Devil, but that's DC. So yeah. um but yeah, that's gonna be a um that's gonna be a fun one. Uh apparently it's going to give us some insight as to why she sacrifices herself in Avengers Endgame. Yep, we uh, we finally get to know everything that's behind Budapest. Yep, we're going to learn that. So, and assuming we will have Jeremy Rayner. Jeremy uh, Rayner, yep. Renner, sorry. Uh, taking over his role again. Yeah, I I would think he'll probably show up there. Yeah, and in Scarlett Johansson after after the Hall H presentation, she mentioned that there's going to be several appearances from individuals. I wonder if they're going to de-age everybody in this, like they did in Captain Marvel. I don't know. Or if they're just going to kind of pretend that everybody is um, everybody is older, but well, and it's does it, taking place in does the past. It just take place in one specific time or are they like, or are they bouncing around? Cause I assume they'll probably start back in her childhood. I would think to some extent maybe, but yeah. I don't know. I would think, I would think probably young adult, maybe yeah. mostly if they're going to do that or maybe, you know, they just throw her in and here's go, your spy. Well, I think if they're going to, show her off and show her background and how dark it got, then I... Because this is going to be, like, one of their more darker films. Yeah. Um, That I I would hope that they would kind of show that childhood and, and what occurred there. They've talked about it briefly before, but they haven't gone into, you know... Yeah. Intense detail within the movies. Yeah, they haven't. Uh, the main villain, though, is going to be Taskmaster, which I don't think, again, was a, a very well-kept secret. Uh, we got that. Uh, next up after that was uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and that is going to be Disney Plus. Uh, Disney Plus Fall of 2020, which, I mean, what's not to love about that? Yeah. Um, apparently... Uh... Anthony Mackie tried on his suit and said, it felt nice. <laughs> that's, that's all he said. He was like, yeah, it felt great. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, that is that is cool. They're going to be bringing Baron Zemo back, uh, who we last saw in Captain America Civil War. The nice thing is, though, he's going to be using the iconic purple mask from the comic books. Nice. So I like that. You know, I... I had a tough time associating Baron Zemo with Baron Zemo yeah. in the movie because I mean he looked nothing like him without the purple mask. I mean, that's that's how it is. Yeah. I'm I'm just sad that we're not gonna see America's ass again. <laughs> we may we may at some point see him pop up in flashbacks or something. You never I, know. Pre recorded stuff. I don't know that he that they would want to pay to have him come back in. That's true. But I, he I ends... think at this point he's done. Yeah. Like he said that no, I'm 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 good on this, like just kinda done. And I've you compare that you compare that to Tom Holland who says, Yeah, I want to be Spider Man until I'm eighty. Right? Oh my 
gosh. That, that's Tom awesome. Holland. I love that guy. So then November 6th, 2020, we've got the Eternals, which I, this is one I'm not going to lie. I don't know a lot about the Eternals, uh, but it's got Selma Hayek and Angelina Jolie. Um, I was a little shocked about Angelina. I didn't, I didn't picture her as a, as a Marvel girl to come in. Well, I knew that they had signed her, but you know, Kevin Feige has said that this is something entirely new for the MCU, but he also said that this film is full Jack Kirby, whatever that means. Couldn't tell you. Yeah, I mean, I'm thinking, you know, when I'm thinking full Jack Kirby, I'm thinking like DC's new gods, you know, with yeah, with uh, Darkseid and Steppenwolf and stuff that, that DC tried to do but kind of failed at. But it should be, I mean, it's going to be good. We know it's going to be good. Yeah. Really, the only misfires that Marvel has had with the MCU in recent years. Hashtag not my Mandarin. Yes, we'll get to that here in a moment. <laughs> but what was, I can't even think of the, the one that was supposed to be like this big deal. And it was the TV miniseries that had the dog and. I can't even think of what it was. Oh, Inhumans? Yes, the Inhumans oh with the Black gosh. Bolt and, and... I I tried. I really, really tried to get into it and watch it. I I forced myself through four episodes, and then I dropped it. Like I, I just couldn't take it anymore. I think you made the it actors about... actors were terrible. Three episodes longer than anyone else did. Uh, so probably... It was messed up. <laughs> there were so many things that I was like, this doesn't make sense. I don't even know why we're here. Just too convoluted? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I I freaking love Marvel Runaways, though. You know, I need to watch that. It's on you Hulu. Do. It is so good. I need to watch that. Yeah. Uh, I've heard that I need to watch Cloaking Dagger. I haven't watched that yet. Yes, I need to watch that as well. And I need to watch Legion. Legion, I saw the first season. And it was good. I'll tell you this though, it's kinda kinda trippy. Yeah. Oh, it's kinda trippy. Yeah, if you've um if you've spent time in a mental institution, um, trigger warning there before you watch Legion. It may you may have some issues. Huh. But that's a definitely a really well done show. I've enjoyed it a lot. Moving into 2021, February 12th. I thought this was an interesting release date. Uh, right before Valentine's Day. Uh, reminiscent of Deadpool. The way that they did yeah. that. Yeah. But we get Shang-Chi Shang and the Legend of the Ten Rings, which I know nothing about Shang-Chi. I, I have not read the comics. I, yeah, I know nothing. But I do know... That they are bringing on Tony Leung, Leung, Lung, I don't know, who is playing the Mandarin, who is apparently the original and very real Mandarin, not that imposter Trevor Slattery played by <laughs> Sir Ben Kingsley from Iron Man 3 that caused me such anger that my wife had to tell me to sit back down. We are not leaving the movie. Did you have a dance party when you found out? No, because I don't dance, because it looks more like the truffle shuffle. I mean, that's okay. <laughs> to each their own. If if you want to 
shake what um shake what, what the, the dinner the, table gave the me dinner table gave you yes <laughs> wait wait years of neglect I, I didn't know where i was going with that i was like i i i want to say what your mama gave you but i mean she didn't really give you much i got i got terrible genetics is what i got <laughs> that's what i got thanks mom thanks dad i appreciate the toxic gene pool <laughs> from which i emerged yeah, um, then we uh, we end up jumping back into Disney Plus with WandaVision. In spring which of 2021. Just, it sounds like some kind of 3D, like, virtual thing when, when I think of that. Uh, I also kind of think of Fairly Odd Parents, and I don't know why. Yeah, well, there is Wanda there. Yeah. One of the, yeah, I get that. I get that. But Paul Bettany and and Elizabeth Olsen are going to be returning. This one, though, is is interesting because it's also going to have Monica Rambeau, who uh, is the character that of of um, it's the daughter of Maria from Captain Marvel. So she goes on to become. Oh, I can't even think of the character's name. So, oh, Photon. She she goes on to become Photon. So this is not, I'm guessing, some sort of flashback show, considering we've got a kid from the 90s who's going to be a grown-up. Maybe it's going to be a flashback show. I don't know. Uh, it's. I'm still curious how that's going to be. Yeah, because we, we know that she's going to be part of the... Um, Doctor Strange film, uh, Multiverse of Madness, which is supposed to be Marvel's first kind of ultra dark movie. They're saying it's going to be scary. Yeah. But, you know, they've got what that mutants, the new mutants that they just got from Fox that was supposed to be like a horror film. But they're just kind of like making that go away it seems yeah. so maybe that's never going to see the light of day and this will actually really be the scary one yeah so that's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how the disney plus world is going to be connecting in uh with the mcu universe as well as agents of shield like it kind of reminds me of that connection to where an agents of shield you know when Everything was going on with Civil with War, Cap and, and and Hydra and Civil War. All those things started transpiring immediately within Agents of Shield. So it'll be kind of cool to to watch that progress as well. And I'm wondering if they're just going to move Agents of Shield onto Disney Plus. Well, Agents of Shield, I think, was just announced that it was going to be canceled after season seven. Yeah, but they keep announcing that it's going to be canceled. And then it keeps and coming then back. they renew it. They did that the last two seasons, didn't it's, they? It's like... Or three? It's like herpes. You just can't get rid of it. <laughs> well, Agents of herpes. It's not, it's not even due to, like, lack of viewers. Yeah. It's the network just didn't want it anymore. And Disney was like, no, you're going to stay on the network. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I I am curious to see what they're going to do and how they're going to do this. Because when they announced that, you know, 
Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. was going to be part of the MCU. And then they announced that the Netflix shows were going to be part of the MCU. I thought, oh, this is fabulous. You know, we're going to see all these tie-ins and stuff. And, you know, we saw a little bit with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. You know, we saw Lady Sif pop up. And, you know, there was some crossover there. But there really wasn't what I had expected and what I had hoped for. Yeah. And then with the Netflix shows, there was like nothing between them and anything else. They were like their own self-contained little nugget of of awesomeness that wasn't allowed to play with anybody else, which is really unfortunate because I would love to see Matt Murdock show up <laughs> in in one of these you know oh, as, as an attorney because i uh i also think um with uh oh my thoughts my thoughts where are they gone oh uh, <laughs> my brain is melting at two o'clock in the morning this is not good um i don't know where i was going with that i don't know it's, either it's lost it's gone forever <laughs> Was it even there? I don't know. <laughs> Everything's madness at this point. It is. It is. And we'll we'll talk more about the multiverse of that madness here in a moment. And then also in spring of 2021, we got Loki on Disney Plus, which you know Tom Hiddleston is going to be back playing Loki. This one still got me interested. You know, he's he's still that guy. Still going to be Loki. Yeah, it's not. It's not in current times. Yes, it, it does take place before his death. Yeah, um, and kind of leading up in in between the time of the first Avengers, I believe. That would be such a or a little before that boring show. Yeah, we're going to do a show about this main character. He's already dead, though. So. <laughs> They just put like a well, camera on his headstone. That's the thing. We know he's not dead. That he grabbed the tesseract and he disappeared. Uh, oh yes, from from Endgame. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, the, spoiler alert. If you haven't seen it already, dude, they've already re-released it in the sucks. theaters. I mean, come on. <laughs> but it, it beat Avatar. It did. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes, that was awesome. It's about time. <laughs> it took longer than I thought. In all honesty, family, it's about time. It really is. It really is. So yeah, Loki is Loki, and I I'm assuming that this is going to be that Loki running around with his tesseract, being Loki, doing the Loki thing. And yeah, yeah. It it should be fun. Next up though is going to be, and this is going to be seventh of May. This is going to be twenty twenty one. We get Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. Now think about this release date in May. All of the other Marvel movies that have come out in May have gone on to have huge, huge record-breaking box office takes. Oh, yeah. They don't put... I mean, the first Doctor Strange opened up when, like, in August or something or November? No, it was like November, I think. They don't put just their run-of-the-mill, like, this is okay, Doctor Strange. Here's your sequel. We're gonna no, we're gonna is, put this in May. This is gonna be big box office, oh yeah. well, like I mean, dominating. This is gonna be the movie where we're diving into the multiverse. Yeah, this is gonna be huge. This is where we actually get a firm understanding of what's going on. Unlike with Spider Man, where we kind of get a hint. 
It was a big old tease, though. It was a big old tease. I don't know if we can get into it yet. People probably haven't seen it. Well, it's been it's been weeks. Yeah. It's been weeks. Spoilers are out there. <laughs> so Spoilers leave are it out at there. that. Like everybody knows, Mysterio's a bad hard. guy. Uh, my wife didn't. Well, but she she was pleasantly surprised. <laughs> really? She was just like, "Wait, I thought he was a good guy." And I was <laughs> like, "No, no, 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 no." Yeah, and see, my wife would be the same too, but she doesn't run in the geek circles yeah. like we do. But yeah, I thought it was predictable, which I talked about on the show here. So, I mean, my but, wife's an X Men fan, but that's just because of Hugh Jackman. So, she's a Hugh Jackman fan. Uh-huh. She's <laughs> she's a Hugh Jackman fan. So you've watched uh, Greatest Showman a Whatever time it or takes two to get the shirt off. Uh, actually, no. Oh, okay. I've watched it once with her, and that's it. That's as far as we've gone. <laughs> All righty. So then that summer, summer of 2021, we get What If, which is going to be, is this the, this is the animated one, isn't it? Yeah, it is. So this is going to be the animated one. This one's cool. This is based on the old comic series. Uh, well, I say old because it started a long time ago, but they keep stopping it and starting it and stopping it and starting it. So for all I know, they've got a What If series going right now, which... If they don't, I'm sure they probably will leading up to the release of the show. But, I mean, they're going to be bringing in their entire entire cast of of characters to do the voices and and get this. Yeah, the original characters are going to be doing the voices. Yeah. Like, that's super cool. There's a couple of them that contractually can't do it. Like, I'm I'm sure Chris Evans, Evans and... Robert Downey Jr. probably aren't going to be voicing their characters anymore. I don't know. I You might be surprised. They may show up. Yeah. They may show up. Uh, I'm placing bets right now. We'll have to see. But, you know, this is where they have the, the questions like, what if Agent Carter became Captain America? And, you know, what if, what if Jane Foster became Thor? Um. Because you know that would never happen in the real world comics. No, that's no. all just that's all just made up comics. There, I, I saw a lot of people posting, "Oh, she's not going to be Thor." Blah blah blah. It's like, did you did you not see the comics and all the controversy with the comics? Yeah, well, and, I re- and how people were upset that Jane was going to be Lady Thor. Well, I remember when they when the comics came out, there was a lot of question as to who Lady Thor actually was. Yeah. There was a lot of speculation and I remember talking with one of my buddies and and we both said, It's gotta be Jane. That's the only logical explanation. It's Jane. And yeah. sure enough, it was Jane. Yeah. Um, spoiler alert, that was like ten years ago though, man. So Well, and they've already announced it. Yeah. Then we get Hawkeye. In autumn of 2021, you're you're going you're going ahead already on Disney Disney Plus. Yes, are we done with Thor? No, we're done with What If. Oh, we're we're doing the timeline. Well, I thought we were jumping into no. Thor. We'll, get, right, to, we'll get to Lady Thor here in a minute. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Hawkeye. Blah blah blah. Blah blah blah. It's, it's based on on him being Ronan, being pissed off at the world because yep. his family's dead and disintegrated, and he's off chopping off some heads of. Some angry uh, 
Asian mob. Yakuza. <laughs> we will get Kate Bishop introduced there. Again, this one's not a big surprise. This one's been announced. How much longer so. do you think Hawkeye is going to be around? Do you think this? I think this is it. You think this is it? I think this is going to be it. This is this is his jumping this off point. Hawkeye, that they're going to come to the current point. Maybe I think this is going to give us a Lady Hawkeye. Is what this is going to give us? Yeah, yeah. Kate Bishop's going to be the new Hawkeye. Because I mean, that's that's what happened in the comics. Spoilers, yeah. spoilers, spoilers. Everything spoilers tonight. It's all. Spoilers. But you know, it's all like ten years old. So that's fine. So deal with it. It's two in the morning. I'm um, not, and I've had a pissy week. So deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay, Thor. next up. Love and Thunder. Thor, Love and Thunder. Dun, dun, dun. So it was announced that, I don't even know how to say this dude's na- name. Uh, Taika Waititi? Is that yeah, the, uh, name? the previous the director. director uh, that he's going to be. Thor Ragnarok. That he's going to be directing Ragnarok. That he's going to be directing uh, <laughs> Thor 4 is what it was announced as. And of course, everybody immediately started making as Guardians of the Galaxy comments, which I was really kind of thinking that was what it was going to be as well. But then they brought him out on stage on on Hall H and they were talking and it's, you know, we're going to have Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson's going to be back as Valkyrie and... And then uh, Feige comes out and says he was going to make some announcements. And, and yeah, we've all of a sudden got Natalie Portman walking out on stage and she's got Thor's hammer. So, yes, Jane Foster is going to be the new Thor. And, and Kevin Feige. Feige, Feige. <laughs> that's terrible. Uh, Kevin Feige uh, actually said, you know, Valkyrie's looking for her king. And so we're we're assuming that this is, you know, an LGBTQ uh, storyline in which Valkyrie and, and Jane are probably going to get together. Yeah, do that royalty thing. Um, that sounds like a lot of like nerd fan fiction, right there. Is what that sounds like. Gosh, we just like is is this like erotic fan fiction that no. they've just brought onto the no, screen? It's not her. Oh my! Oh my gosh! What am, what am I gonna do with you? Uh, so yeah, Jane Foster's coming back. Uh, the big- I don't know how I feel about this. See, I'm okay because with it. Natalie Portman, like, didn't she ditch on she she on Thor because because uh, uh, one of her friends was supposed to be the director of one of the Thor films. I think it was Dark World. Um, Kenneth Branagh directed that, didn't he? Or did yeah, he not? There was, well, to the it was supposed to be one of her friends, I think. Because she convinced her to take the role of Jane. So it might have, might have been the original even. Okay. Um, but, and and then there was some kind of oh, an issue. Oh, it was Patty Jenkins. Yeah. And there was some kind of an issue and she was no longer doing it. And so Natalie Portman was like bound by contract. And then when her contract expired, she was like, I don't, I don't even want to do this anymore mm-hmm. and so she disappeared so it's interesting that 
she's being brought back and maybe they just Marvel just paid her a ridiculous amount of money and she's like, Oh yeah, let's do this. Well, you know, she's a good actress. I, I remember seeing her in the professional when she was like eleven years old, thinking, yeah. Man, this kid can act. And ever since then, I mean, she's only gotten better. But she I had such crush on her when I was a kid. I can see that. Good old Padme years. Yeah, I can see that. But, you know, it's okay. She's back now in the fold of the MCU. I I wondered when we saw footage of her from in, in Endgame. Yeah, I was curious too. If, if fences had been mended and... Well, and she even came to the red carpet. Yes. Um, screening of, of the film. Uh, and so it, it did seem like there was something in the play. Yeah, and so now I'm wondering, was it all just a dump truck full of money or, you know, really what was it? Did she decide, okay, this is this is cool. I, I got to be a part of this again. Yeah. Uh, I oh. would hope it's the latter. I yeah. would hope that she wants to be part of it because she wants to be a part of it. Totally. But I'm sure they brought a big old dump truck full of money to her oh, as well. yeah, for sure. Back on... Um... Eternals for a second. Okay. I just remembered uh, something Kevin Feige said about that as well was it's going to be their most diverse film yet. Uh, he said it's going to be just as diverse as our current audiences in Hall H. So we're going to be seeing a lot of different things, well, a lot of different cultures and, and respects as, as far as that goes. You look at the cast photo. Yeah, I mean, that's about as... They've pretty much got everything yeah. covered there. It's, well, the first fight. Yes. I mean, that right there, if you were to check, like, the questions on a equal employment opportunity thing, I mean, you'd be hit yeah. pretty much all of them there. Well, we we haven't really seen that very much from, from Marvel's perspective. Um, we've seen it heavily in the Arrowverse. Yes. Uh, specifically in Supergirl. You know, we've got um, someone who's transgender playing one of the superheroes in that. Yeah. Um, there's uh, some lesbians. Yeah. And, and I mean, they're doing great. The shows are doing phenomenal. Yeah. And, and I think we're, we're at a time where we're able to, you know, celebrate those different diversities and everything's okay in the world. Yeah, I just wanted to be good. Yeah. That's all I care about. If it's good, yay. If yeah. it sucks, then I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> and if it sucks because it sucks, don't tell me that it's because I don't like diversity. Is it bad that I want the Mandarin to be terrible? <laughs> just, <laughs> just because I know that you have so much hope for it right now. I, I am so excited to see the Mandarin done properly, and I know that I know that it's not going to be the 1960s stereotypical Chinese man out there, you know, being all, all like racisty and stuff, but. Yeah. I, there's so much that they can do with that character that could just be so entertaining and so fun to watch. Totally. So, and then uh, just when you thought it was all over, uh, Feige introduced uh, Moonlight and in keeping with the Marvel theme, uh, Luke Cage actor, and I always struggle with this guy's name, uh, Mahershala. 
Uh, yeah, Ali. I don't, I don't know how to say it. <laughs> he was the dude who played the bad guy in season one of Luke Cage. But he came out and he was wearing a baseball cap that said Blade on it. So, yes, he is actually going to be Blade. Uh, we don't have much information on that, uh, but it's going to be, you know, sometime in the future. Yeah. So. This is awesome. I'm super excited for it. Yeah. I need to go back and watch the old ones. Yeah. And, you know, it should be should be kind of fun. So we've got some awesome stuff. Uh, they also confirmed sequels to Black Panther, Captain Marvel are in the works. Uh, there's also Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh, but that one's going to have to wait until James Gunn finishes work on Suicide Squad, uh, which, you know, I have great hopes for with it being James Gunn, but then it's DC. So I'm sure we'll be disappointed, but I'll probably still be entertained and enjoy it. Well, I I would hope that Suicide Squad would be where they're at in their point of all their transitions with like AT&T and all that to where they're actually firm in their direction as a company going forward now and what content they're going to produce and how they're producing it and actually getting some, you know, decent scripts i'm not that confident that that's gonna happen uh i i mean i'm never gonna be confident about anything dc unless it's the arrowverse because the arrowverse has been fantastic i don't know though man aquaman was sure fun i did like aquaman Aquaman was good i really did like aquaman uh but you know dc just really i think Zack snyder Kind of screwed him <laughs> up because he just didn't understand the characters all that well. No, and he's admitted that, and we've talked about it before. Yeah, it's just it just wasn't a good fit. And no, 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 there will never be a Snyder cut. No one's gonna see a Snyder cut. The Snyder cut does not exist. I will say this though, Zack Snyder, I think did a great job with Watchmen. Yeah. I liked his version of Watchmen. I understand the changes that were made. I get why they were made. But I thought that he, I thought that those were characters that he actually understood. That's that's his superhero. You yeah. know, those guys are the ones that he wants Batman and Superman to be. Yeah. And unfortunately Batman and Superman aren't. Totally. Um but you know, I was happy with with Watchmen. Uh, the theatrical release. Alan Moore was not. Now, Alan Moore is the creator. Uh, he's the guy who wrote the book back in the 80s. He's also written uh, V for Vendetta. I mean, he's done a ton of Batman stuff. I mean, the guy's written some amazing books. Uh, one of my favorite books that he's written uh, was The Killing Joke. And that one is quite controversial in and of itself because that's <laughs> That's where we get to see uh, Barbara Gordon get shot by the Joker. But that is, that's neither here nor there. But HBO is currently developing a TV series based on Watchmen. And when they announced that they were going to be doing a adaptation of Watchmen in Hollywood on the big screen, I think Alan Moore actually went to the set and placed a curse on it. He's <laughs> he's like a practicing witch or oh something. My 
And so I'm fully expecting that he's going to do something like that here because he's not happy, apparently, with or excuse me, quote unquote, not thrilled about the concept uh, with this new TV series. And apparently he will not be consulting on the show either. Yeah, this is this is kind of news, but it's not really news. Um, because the guy's never happy. He doesn't like his work being adapted into film, which is really a shame because he does some amazing work. He really does. He's written some amazing books over the years. And I think it was, it's actually Watchmen. If you haven't read it, I highly recommend doing so. It was on Time Magazine's like top 100 books of all time. Not just like comic books or graphic novels or anything. We're talking like book books, like Diary of Anne Frank and things like that, that are like substantial, impactive pieces of literature in our culture. Watchmen is on that. So, I mean, this is, this is a, a really significant, really significant book. Uh, if you, are wondering where to start with comics, this is always one that I recommend. You know, pick up Watchmen. It is a bit heady, but yeah, pick up Watchmen. Also, Alan Moore announced his retirement this week from comics. So really? he will no longer be working on comics. Wow. He will just be placing curses on anybody who decides to adapt his comics. That sounds about right. Yeah. So, and man, this dude, he's a crazy looking <laughs> Warlock. <laughs> he looks like a warlock legit. He really does. He really does. He's he's he is a crazy old man, but he can write some of the most amazing stuff out there. I I love his work. There there are people out there like I mean Grant Morrison is one that I've heard for I don't know last ten years a lot. People just love Grant Morrison. Oh, he's so fabulous. He's so fabulous. I'm not a huge fan of Grant Morrison. Brian Michael Bendis is another one that people just absolutely love. Not a huge fan. Alan Moore, though, I mean, the guy's a freaking legend. I absolutely love this, the stuff that that guy does. Great stuff. Um, speaking of stuff that I love, The Simpsons. I used to love The Simpsons, like, so much. They were such a part of my childhood and my teenage years and my adult years. And then they just stopped being funny. I mean, I, I even watched them. I, I was watching The Simpsons well into, like, season 19, season 20, season oh, 21. Wow. They just stopped being funny to me. My parents never let me watch it, so I never got into it. Oh, that's a shame. You yeah. were denied. <laughs> you were denied. I, those... I, I remember watching a couple episodes in, in uh, I think, high school, actually. They, they, the, the teacher at the time, the English teacher, he would randomly bring in clips uh -huh. of random things to watch. And so he would occasionally pop, pop on clips of The Simpsons. It was oh. pretty great. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, you know, for years there was rumors that there was going to be a Simpsons movie. And in 2007, that finally happened. And I don't know. Did you see it? I did not. Oh, it was so good. Yeah. It was so good. 
Uh, there is nudity in it, though, so, you know, careful. Just be aware. Get yellow testicles? Um, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, we just talked about Watchmen that had a lot of blue penis in it. You know, we do get to see yellow penis in in The Simpsons. Hey. But it is brief. If we're going to allow blue, we can allow yellow. It's okay. And if we can get some red in there, then we have all the primary colors and I mean, well, we might have that soon with, with the Red Guardian. <laughs> the primary penis oh colors. David so. Harbour just tossing out what he's got. I don't need to see that. <laughs> Anyways. Doing the truffle shuffle at the same time. That's horrible. <laughs> so Matt Greening uh, was doing a panel at, at Comic-Con over the weekend and Somebody asked him, and he said, no doubt there will be another Simpsons movie one of these days. I think Disney wants something for its money. Because Disney has, like, got nothing for their money <laughs> on any of their investments over the years. Not at all. But they will probably turn out a Simpsons movie, which I think... How does that work with, with like, Universal Studios? Like, do you think they're ever going to take Simpsons out of there? I forgot that they had, like, all the Simpsons stuff there. Yeah. I would imagine it's going to go sometime. I wonder if they're just going to move it over to, to Disneyland or, or Disney show World. Up and, can you imagine California Adventure? It's like, <laughs> let's go to Cars Land and then to Springfield. Right? How awesome would that be? be legit. That'd be so awesome. Right on the Radiator Springs racers, right. You know how much amazing Disney food can be made with them pink donuts? Oh, my goodness. That would be fabulous. Feed my tummy. That would be the num -nums. fabulous. You know, what they really would need to do, though, is, I don't know, put like a chili dog or something into oh. it. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so. guys. We, we decided to skip out on tech today. Uh... There's just a bunch of Facebook crap and privacy and yeah, Facebook covered got, that like 20 million times. Facebook got fined like $5 billion and Mark Zuckerberg is still an a-hole and yeah, I mean, nothing new. So we're bringing back favorites kind of sort of for, for today. Well, we just, we well, got to talk about this because I mean, it's this too just, amazing. This is fantastic. So it's, it's six horrifying food hacks. That were uh, actually tested. Hacks. Yeah, actually tested, and they've got, like, documented proof, gifts, and everything. And we'll link it in the show notes. But the first one is uh, Saucy Buns, uh, which is a, a McDonald's special. And so this guy actually went to McDonald's and says to the workers, Hey, I know this is, like, witchcraft and stuff, and but, you know, drinking liquids is healthier, right? And so... I, I need, like, a liquid burger. And so the guy asked for <laughs> uh, a burger, or, well, two buns, uh, a triple order of Big Mac sauce, Parmesan peppercorn sauce, mayo, sriracha mayo, sweet onion barbecue, creamy garlic sauce, mustard, and ketchup to be piled onto... A uh, sesame seed bun. Now, a quote unquote nutritious sesame yes. seed bun. <laughs> and he says, quote, 
I had anticipated confusion and resistance from employees who still ate old-fashioned solid food and had prepared myself uh, to fight for the meal that I wanted. But nothing had prepared me for the cashier's response of, sure thing, I'll make sure the cooks know. Uh, and without a hint of judgment, sorry it's a sorry it's a bit messy. We did our best to keep it neat. Cause you know, sausage is gonna fall out of the burger. You can't really control that, right? Especially when you have that much sauce. I mean, you think about it when you have a hamburger and you put too much ketchup or too much barbecue or something on it. Yeah, and it's just oozing down and your finger. Just, and it's like a Carl's Jr. commercial. Oh, yeah. That's all this is. This is just a Carl's Jr. commercial. All right, all right, all right. Let's get them Western bacon cheese burgers. I was sorry. thinking more Paris Hilton, but okay. I mean, that's okay. Whatever. What? Matthew McConaughey is like their, their mascot guy for for the Western bacon, right? I don't know. I haven't seen the Carl's Jr. Yeah, he does some stupid Commercial stuff. for it's, like 10 years. It's terrible. But yeah, so... <laughs> they they serve him this this burger that's just sauce and it looks horrifying. Like it is just a pile of saucy mess. And it shows him a picture taking a bite of it, and you just see this stream <laughs> of just goopy sauce like drizzling down as he's picking it up. Like he can't even keep the sauce in the patty. <laughs> like it is that bad uh, and then he says I ate slash drank the whole thing but still can't claim to understand the appeal of a liquid diet I know however the McDonald's will help you commit a culinary war crime with a smile that is awesome and then he does a couple other things, and we'll skip over some of those. He he did one at Taco Bell called the uh, Tacaracho Dilla. Um, and basically it's a burrito inside of a burrito uh, inside of a, a quesadilla. Uh, and he puts uh, pretty much... With nachos in it yeah, somewhere. Yeah, he puts nachos and... in and they become soggy. And so it's just like one of the things. And he basically said, uh, <laughs> uh, uh, what was it? Uh, it looks like a burrito ate another burrito and then vomited a third burrito. Yeah. Uh, and it legit looks like that. I, um, you know, I'd probably eat that, though. And if that wasn't enough, oh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't mind that one. That one I felt was was okay. Yeah, like, I, I would probably do that. There's nothing out of the ordinary there. Unlike it's the like a turducken on Thanksgiving. Yeah, totally. Unlike the breakfast protein shake from Dunkin' Donuts, uh, which consists of coffee, bacon, egg, sausage, and cheese. And if you zoom into the picture... You can see all these tiny grains, and it actually looks like um, it looks like egg drop soup. Yeah, egg drop soup. It looks Chinese like restaurant. egg drop soup. And like, oh, I just I want to, I want to puke just looking at it. <laughs> I can't look at it very long because it just it literally looks like something that you have just like 
regurgitated. Well, and I love how they put whipped cream and chocolate on top of it. Yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't need that. It's fantastic. It's so bad. And and if you didn't think that was bad, the last one that's on this list is just it's horrifying. So um oh no. So this one's this one's okay. So this is the second to last. But they made they made a cookie witch from uh, from Subway, uh, and he requests it, and the artists think he's making a joke, right? And so the artist is like, "Yeah, what uh, what what sort of cheese do you want do you want on this?" And so they already have two cookies put on a bun, and they've loaded up some meat on it. Uh, for an Italian sandwich, and then uh, they're like, "What? What kind of cheese do you want?" He's like, <laughs> "Provolone. I want provolone." And they have this like little stare down, and he's just like, "No, like I'm dead serious." And they start laughing, and they keep going, uh, and so they end up with this toasted six inch double uh, chocolate fudge Italian sandwich. Uh, in which he says that um, he tried to open the sandwich to look at it. Um, he couldn't. <laughs> the, the, <laughs> the toasted cookies cooled down and created a cement, cemented barrier around it, protecting it from from any attackers from from opening its eternal caves. Yeah, that's that's amazing. I love it. Yeah, and then like he he took a bite, and he's just like it's it was basically like eating dirt. Yeah. Um, and then he took another bite, and he was like, "Wait, this tastes like an actual sandwich." And then he took another bite, and it would switch back and forth. Yeah, the flavors alternated between cookie and and sandwich, and it was it was textured like dirt, so not pleasant. Yeah. And if you aren't grossed out yet, here's the combo breaker from DQ. And I'm just going to quote this whole thing because it's just hysterical. And so he says, quote, for my final creation, I wanted to make something so unbelievably stupid and unreasonable that whatever restaurant I, that I would end up going to would have no choice but to deny my request and also possibly ban me for life. I wanted to create a meal uh, for people who uh, give up both nutrition uh, and, and their existence. <coughs> so he asks, can I get a chocolate fudge blizzard and a chili cheese dog? But can I get the ingredients reversed? So the chili cheese is in... The blizzard and the chocolate fudge topping is on the hot dog. And he's, he says, I somehow uh, asked this uh, without having a heart attack by just even muttering the words. Uh, surely that was it. There was no way they say yes to this. In which they responded, uh, sure, if that's what you want. <laughs> <laughs> That right there makes me want to try this and just go in and say, I need this. Right? 
and see if they'll actually do it. So he posts a picture of these, and they look horrible. And and underneath it, it says, quote, want, in quotations, has nothing to do with it, son. <laughs> uh, oh. And says, I hadn't expected this to work, and now that it had, I was obligated to eat it. I had flown too close to the sun, and it's not easy to fly after everything I've put in my body. The wings aren't uh, aren't so much melting as breaking under the stress. Uh, the hot dog was like, okay, imagine that you're on death row, and you've been asked uh, for your last meal. You think carefully, wanting to choose something that will bring you uh, a modicum of comfort um, uh, as you face down your own mortality. After an emotional reflection on both your tastes and your life, it comes to you. Maybe it's uh, a meal your mother made you uh, to comfort you when you were a child. Uh, maybe it was a, a food uh, that you shared with a loved one that you'll never see again. Or maybe it was just something... Uh, you once turned to on long days where you needed a little comfort. Whatever it is, you were confident that it would give you a moment of solace before you embrace oblivion. But then the warden laughs and tells you that you misheard. You're going to be the last meal. Uh, then he ties you up, throws you into a pitch black pit of spiders, who will slowly eat you piece by piece uh, over the coming days, uh, during which uh, you will feel nothing but incredible agony and extraordinary regret as you long for the once-feared death uh, that would uh, be preferable to eating this hot dog. Uh, and the hot dog, you just see it, and it's just doused in in chocolate and fudge and like honestly it looks awesome if it wasn't a hot dog yeah well i'd be tempted to try it oh i would totally i'd totally do it i would i would do it i would taste it i would do it the the chili cheese blizzard not so much no that That one oh my god that looks like a heart attack (laughs) if a heart attack (laughs) could be visualized it would be this I'm like dry heaving just thinking about it. But yeah, so he goes on to say uh, it's uh, it's horror uh, was uh, indescribable, uh, but the madness that that it induced was not. I assumed it, it would be bad, but I was not remotely prepared for how bad it would be. It was like the Pandora's box of ice cream. All the evil of the universe uh, has been condensed into soft serve, and I foolishly decided to open the box with my face. And it just shows him uh, a little gift just pounding this down, and he says, Be thankful, scratch and sniff. Gifts haven't been invented. My taste buds ceased uh, transmitting flavor and instead simply said bad. Uh, Throwing up would have been an improvement in taste. 
uh, and it would have spared me the task of eating the damn thing. But the universe was not so kind, and so I choked down the entire cold and greasy mess. This was not a blizzard. It was a storm. I can't believe that he finished the whole thing. I, I, why, like, why? I, I want video proof of this. Why would you do off. that? I mean, he, he takes a spoonful and you can just see the like chunks of, of like meat and like <laughs> noodle that's inside of As <laughs> Excuse me. It's bad. I, I can't even work. Don't throw up on my floor. I, I'm trying not to. You know, I'll throw up on you instead. You know, I just... I hadn't considered that, but you think about the grease that's in chili. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It's settling in there, and it's like well, hardening. It's, and, it's frozen because it's in ice cream. It's not like it's just gotten cold. It's like frozen grease I mean, grease they now. dumped hot chili on it, though. So it's like instantly melting and then becoming cold. I wonder if they, you know how they dump the blizzards upside down? <laughs> I don't know that I would have done that. <laughs> I wonder, it was probably melting it already. I don't know, but oh, It would have just ended up on this slop on the ground. <laughs> and it's gone. Oh, geez, that would be terrible. You know, though, that right there, if you ever go somewhere to get ice cream for yourself and you think, I got to get ice cream for somebody that I hate, this is the ice cream that you get them. Yeah. Get them the chili cheese blizzard because. Oh Can you imagine just bringing that to a friend <laughs> and just being like, oh, yeah, I got your blizzard, man. Because and nothing then, says I hate like, your guts more than chili cheese and blizzard. not even paying attention. And then going and, like, taking a bite. Like, if I'm playing games and my buddy hands me a blizzard, I'm not going to look down at my blizzard and be like, oh, yeah, what do we got here? It's like, what you got? Uh, what I'm kind is like, this? Oh, thanks, bro. Appreciate it. Just take a spoonful and dive it in. And then just the horror would be happening. I can't imagine the bathroom experience after that. Like, over chili, I, you know. Things things get a little sketchy to begin with. Because it's chilly. You dump in like a blizzard with that? Like all that carry in? That just is... That is a thing of beauty to do to somebody, though. <laughs> that I can think of somebody right now that I would love to go pick one of those up for. And just give them to him and... I brought you ice cream. Here you go. Have fun. That would be that would be good times. Oh my gosh! I I I legit though would taste it. I would. The blizzard. The blizzard. I would taste. Oh no! I couldn't. I couldn't do it. I would throw up. I would taste it all over the place. Projectile vomiting. But of course, I'm the dude that's like eating a eating brains like straight out of skulls and stuff. <laughs> so I mean. I'll taste anything once. Oh my gosh. No, can't do it. Can't do it. But yeah, that would be, that would be amazing. So it seems like we keep ending our shows on these terrible, terrible imagery and stories. <laughs> last week, chiggers. last week was cats. Oh gosh. That, that movie trailer. So, ah, uh, I haven't even listened to last week episode. Uh, I don't, 
I don't want to know about cats. Oh. Ugh. But your girl T Swift is in there. Yeah, she is, but I don't want to see her in cat form. I don't know, man. She's a No, I'm not a She's a furry now. Ugh. She's a furry. Oh, that's worse than the I don't know if it's worse than the, the chili blizzard. I don't I don't know what's worse anymore. You know, so many things are going downhill. You know cats would eat chili blizzards. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you give them anything and they'll choke it down. They pretty much will. They pretty much will. So, wow, this has been a long episode. Oh and my gosh, I'm losing my mind right now. This last little bit has been terrible. So, thank you for sticking with us if you are still there. We appreciate it. Uh, go ahead and send us your thoughts to feedback at StolenDroids.com. If you decide, you know, you want to try any of these things, like a, I don't know, a hot fudge hot dog. If or, you want to try it, I mean, I'll pay for it. Yeah. As long as we can get video proof of it. I'm down. Colin will Ven Venmo you some money. You think yeah. we can get Jake to try it? No, I, I bet you Tracy would. I bet we could get Tracy. It's it's like a life cereal Tracy's, commercial Tracy's now. Tracy's into weird things like that. We can invite his brother Troy too. Yeah, that that would be fun. They'll do it. That would be fun. We need to have like a big <laughs> gathering in September here. Oh have God. have all the stolen droids staff show up and and it's like okay, here, order the most weird things on the DQ menu. Here here is your special chicken tender and barbecue <laughs> sauce oh, lizard. No. That doesn't sound that bad, though. No, it's all right. That doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, chili cheese blizzard, though. That right there. We need to. We need to make that happen. <laughs> so yeah, if you decide you wanna you wanna go for that, let us know. Feedback at stolendroids.com. And uh, if you haven't already, please go ahead and subscribe to Stolen Droids podcast. Where where you're listening to podcasts? I mean, you know how to find us. Yeah. But Follow us on the social meds. Yeah. Let your Facebook, friends. Facebook, the tweets. Yeah, let your friends know. Leave us a review. Uh, we'll put you in a drawing for a free t-shirt. Leave us a rating. Rating, review, you know. We are trying to bump up our reviews and our ratings on, on these different platforms. because yeah, it's like, that's what it takes to find people. Yeah, we've been around for like a decade. And people still don't know that we're supposed to be a big deal. But <laughs> we're, we're kind of a big deal. So proclaimed. But we're really not, right. we're really not a big deal. We're guys that talk about eating a chili cheese blizzard at oh two forty three in the morning. But we'll be back <laughs> next time. So until then, be good to each other. Stay away from the chickers. This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production. I'll see you later. Alligator, my little friends. Down the neighborhood. <laughs> <laughs>